Hi beautiful people, welcome to Conscious Revolution Podcast. I am your host Shivani and this is the place where we talk about spirituality, mindfulness, mindset and manifestation. Today I am so excited because I have a guest all the way from Brisbane, Australia who is a yoga teacher and a cycle awareness coach. Purita. Purita helps ambitious women to move and work in sync with their cycle so that they can focus on achieving their goals with more ease and flow. She's super passionate about teaching how to live in tune with your cycle and honoring the different phases of it so that you can reduce stress in your life, become more productive and wave goodbye to not just period related issues but more than that. Purita comes from a highly competitive background and loves teaching women how their self-worth is not based on their achievements and how they can love themselves even when they are on their period, which for too long has been considered a weakness. She's on a mission to show women how their menstrual cycle is, in fact, their inner superpower and how tapping into the feminine energy is a strength. I am really excited to jump into this conversation. So make sure you're settled in for the next half an hour and you're open to receive these messages. Hi, Parita. Welcome to Conscious Revolution Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. It's totally, I'm super excited to have you, honestly, because this is a topic which I have been struggling so late and I'm so happy to actually have crossed paths with you. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Excited. Amazing. So, yes, we are going to be talking about how to sync our menstrual cycles to become more productive, to perform better, to be uh, the conscious leaders that we all, I think, are awakening to be, especially women right now. Mm-hmm. I would love to know what has been your story, what has guided you to kind of walk this path and explore deeper about the relationship between a modern lifestyle and our menstrual cycles. How is your story? Um, well, my story goes many years back because I've always been a very hardworking person and someone who's kind of like expected myself to perform the same and be as productive every single day. Um, and of course, when you're really hardworking and you're a perfectionist and you kind of like really go after your goals and then you expect yourself to be as productive every day, that can very easily lead to burnout and being just very exhausted um, and so on. So, um, and I've always been a person who kind of like pushes myself and in our society, maybe not from 2020 onwards, but at least um, in the um, the past decade, I think women have had this belief that we need to be very masculine in order to be very successful. So I think the biggest thing for me has been to realize that I can actually allow myself to have days when I take it easier and actually like tune into my body and listen to what my body is telling me every single day, because menstrual cycle, the monthly cycle shifts our body all the time, every day. Um, So just really listening to my body and noticing that, oh, I'm actually not as productive every day and that's completely fine and I don't have to push myself and it's completely fine to, you know, trust my intuition 
um, and really lean into that more feminine side of myself and also allow myself to rest when I need to so that I can actually perform well um, when it's time for that. Yeah, and then I think somewhere you said that you realize that you don't have to be as productive every day because you are you 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 are a woman who has these different moods, these different cycles. And so I would really want you to shed a little more light on how do you think are we different from men in in, in this regards and how we on how we work and how we operate and how we produce and get creative like how our energy levels are different from men. Yeah, absolutely. So there's modern society is basically built on men's energy and that's the like typical nine to five. And uh, basically men follow this um, testosterone cycle. So their energy level uh, and hormone levels are higher in the mornings and then slowly decreasing towards the evening. So it makes sense to, you know, start work in the morning and be productive and then sort of um, start to cool, cool down or unwind towards the uh, evening. But uh, we women or menstruating people, um, we also follow that 24 hour cycle, but we also have our uh, inner monthly cycle or the menstrual cycle. And what that means is that um, if we, uh, see the menstrual cycle as it, it starts from the uh, first day of your period. So when your period starts, that's usually when um, you feel probably a little bit less energetic, uh, not that productive, probably not so confident. Um, and that's also when your hormone levels are at their lowest. Um, and then when you move towards the end of the period um, and from the menstruation phase towards the follicular phase or the spring phase of your cycle. Um, so your inner spring, when you're starting to feel more energy, starting to feel a little bit more creative, um, the spring energy of the a season of the year as well, when you're you know creating more um, and just starting to open outward and expand. Um, so that's, for example, a really good season to make plans and so on. Um, and move from that stillness of the winter of menstruation phase. And then um, at around the midway of your cycle, when you ovulate or average woman, uh, woman's cycle is about 28, 29 days. So that would be uh, your ovulation would be at around 14th or 15th day of the cycle. Um, and that can show up differently to different women. Um, I usually feel super energetic when I'm ovulating um, and kind of like super confident and attractive. And I think that's also nature's way of kind of like telling you that, hey, <laughs> it's time to find a partner and, you know, just feel really good about yourself. And um, that's also the time of the month that um, I, for example, really love to work a little bit harder, um, love to take action on the plans that I made in the spring phase. Um, and I know that you just mentioned that you're launching something in your inner summer phase and you're feeling really aligned and good about it, uh, which I really love to hear. Um, and um, then when you, or after ovulation, your progesterone levels start to increase, your estrogen levels start to decrease, and you probably start to feel a little bit not necessarily less energetic, but you might feel like 
stress creeps on much more um, easily than in the spring phase um, and your body might give you these signs for example PMS that it might be time to start slowing down um, and you know instead of focusing on really like hard work or hustling or uh, really intense workouts it might be time to just finish projects and um, start being a little bit nicer um, to your body and uh, to yourself and just take some moments to you know, slow down, um, enjoy the little things a little bit more and just um, let go of the cycle as well because towards um, the end of your cycle, what is called luteal phase in the hormonal cycle and inner autumn in the energetic cycle. And when you think about autumn as the season of the year, it's all about letting go, uh, letting go of your leaves and kind of like preparing for, for the winter and uh, when it gets colder, you just want to curl up under a blanket um, and just start to, you know, spend more time by yourself. So um, those qualities very much go hand in hand with the inner, inner autumn phase of your cycle as well. Yeah, this sounds so beautiful. So basically, it's the idea to work from, to move from working day to day to instead work season by season and actually take nature's inspiration because uh, how the earth which is a female energy also works through different seasons it's the same with us that we experience these different seasons through a span of one month right and i loved how you said that uh when we are probably say in a spring or in a summer we are like more active and more energetic and you said like when we are evaluating we want to be like more out there uh be it about dating or looking for a partner as you said or probably I think applying it even to our work lives how do you think we can actually apply these things because uh yes I worked with my menstrual cycle and balancing my work for the last one month ever since I kind of like found you and uh, I absolutely loved because I was no more judging myself I think and that's so big because we as women I don't think we are, we, we have only started like officially working out recently as compared to men who have been out and working since forever almost. And so we want to be out there and uh, stand next to, to a man and be like, oh, I can do just as much as you can. And I think there's this sense of trying to prove yourself, be it if you're working in an office or even if you have a business of your own, I think that's toxic cycle women kind of like can get into where they want to like prove themselves as superior or sometimes at par with men. But I understand when I kind of like went through this uh, grasping these concepts and these understanding that hmm, we are unique. And ever since my spiritual journey also started that like a feminine energy doesn't have to be like a masculine energy. I think it's so amazing. How do you think, how, what would you actually say to women out there who are actually trying to compete, trying to be just as productive, trying to really outperform sometimes men in some ways because there's this dire need which is also I think a very masculine energy of trying to prove yourself of trying to say I'm I'm just as tough as you are do we need to be tough to survive or to thrive absolutely not and what I would say is that you know if you're trying to be successful by, by pushing yourself and you know going against your biology going against your hormones going against your inner energy I think 
that success is not going to be very sustainable because it's not coming to you on your own terms. You're going um, by these terms that were built by this society that was built by men, basically. And um, I don't have anything against men at, at all. And uh, and our society like is really beautiful. How like how far we have come, but I think it's just time to start understanding, as you said, that women are unique in the way that we follow that uh, monthly cycle. And um, and you also mentioned that you had like more compassion towards yourself now that you started. Um, to follow your menstrual cycle and it's really beautiful because that's one of the biggest things that I've got out of it as well understanding that ah I'm actually you know worthy of just resting mm -hmm. sometimes um, when I'm on my period it's okay to just you know have a day off or just not necessarily even a full day off but just you know not pushing myself as hard um, and knowing that if you allow that space for yourself to rest and restore then you will have that energy to also be super, super productive when your body is naturally ready for that. So um, definitely just, you know, be yourself and follow your own, listen to your own body and follow your intuition in that sense. Um, so <laughs> that's, that's all I could actually say. And, um, and I know that um, so many women do struggle with that, you know, compassion and finding that, love for yourself especially if you're kind of like hating your period if you have painful periods and you're just like wondering why why does it happen every month and why why are women you know cursed with that um but just starting to see it more as a gift and when you do start to take that time to slow down i'm um, quite sure that also the pain and all the you know uncomfortable sensations and everything will slowly fade away yeah, I, I I don't think there has been a single girl who hasn't really blamed the universe, really screamed out, <laughs> why me? Why did you make me a guy? Especially when I was a teenager, I think back in the early days when I got my periods, it was like so frustrating, so annoying. The all like, why? And I think as I have come to kind of embrace more of my feminine energy, as you said, it's more of a gift. So I want you to kind of like go deeper there. Like how can we actually use our different seasons, our different uh, flavors, a different taste of, of, of being a feminine energy, specifically to connect it to our menstrual cycles. How can we actually use this as a gift to perform better, to be more productive, to be more creative? Because I'm a, I am a creative person. What I do is creative it is not something which like i cannot work every day with the same mood i cannot work like there are days when i'm highly creative there are days when i'm like in a complete writer's block yeah, so yeah and seriously uh the last month when i actually started looking deeply into this it gave me such a great sense of relief even to that creative side of me that i don't have to be bursting with ideas all the time, but there would be yeah. time when I'm just like going crazy with ideas and that is okay mm -hmm. too. So how can we like really, really, really use this as a gift? How can we plan our days better? How can we plan our months better? Uh, or maybe yours or however, like how can we just like balance all areas of your life in a much more better ways so that we perform better at work, let's say? Um, yeah, I think that's um, such a such a uh, um, broad question. 
um, but um, in terms of being productive and creative and as you said um, I think that was really beautifully put that you know you don't have to be as creative every day and it's such a great realization to understand that you know sometimes there are just days when you don't feel that creativity and that's completely fine like there's nothing wrong with you even though at that point you're probably you know again cursing the universe like where did all my ideas go and everything um but what let's start with the spring phase so basically the second phase of the cycle so towards the end and after your period before ovulation so of course everyone is different and every woman is completely different so what i always recommend um, for all my clients is that they start with cycle journaling um so even even though i'm you know telling you all the different phases and what qualities go with the different phases it's all about your body and how you experience them uh, but in the spring phase um just noticing how you're feeling and of course this can shift uh, from cycle to cycle but usually for example how i feel the spring phase is that i am more creative and that's usually the time of creativity uh time of planning when you kind of come out of that cocoon of the menstruation phase or your period and you're you know ready to you know start conquering the world again <laughs> um so to that phase i usually try to because i also do my own work or um as an entrepreneur so i try to usually schedule most of the creative or creativity work to this phase for example um content creation and so on because it just comes to me more naturally um in that phase and then i think that's a nice phase to also set some goals for the cycle um so your unique menstrual cycle not the month not the week but your cycle because your cycle is unique um so just you know going a little bit deeper and just asking yourself what is important to you in this cycle and it might not have to be super super uh, a big goal it can be something a little bit smaller but just really you know listening to your intuition um in that phase and then towards the summer phase again noticing how you're feeling journaling your emotions journaling how your body feels every day noticing how that uh, phase of the cycle shows up for you but the summer phase um how it shows up for me is usually that i feel quite energetic um and ready to work on those goals that i set in the spring phase so to this phase um I like to schedule, for example, interviews, um, things where I have to talk more. I teach yoga in a membership or my own membership group. And um, I usually teach a little bit stronger classes in the summer phase. Um, and um, it's just a phase where you might feel a little bit stronger. And as I said, confidence. So for example, if you're doing a nine to five uh, job and you have lots of meetings, if you do have any control over your schedule, the summer phase might be where you want to, you know, organize or schedule most of your meetings, or if you do need to do any representations or anything like that, um, that might be um, the phase to do it. And um, then towards the autumn phase, it's perfect for organizing. So I actually very often don't even plan it, but I just really get this inner urge to just organize everything and clean and be like, okay, what do I want to let go of? And I'm like, oh, I really don't feel like doing this work anymore. Or this doesn't feel aligned anymore. And I just get this really, really, really strong urge to, you know, write down lists of what things I still feel like I want to, um, pursue and what are the things that I really want to let go of and it's really funny because it's like the feeling is so strong but that's usually like 
as I said, the season of the year, autumn is about letting go and, you know, um, cleaning, organizing, um, shifting, getting ready for the next cycle. So at work, that could be writing lists, getting all, maybe even, you know, doing some um, reflecting work on what worked well in this cycle and what are the things that you're really loving and then what would be the things that you would you know, like to let go of um, or carry with you to the next cycle. And then when you move towards the menstruation phase, um, that can again look very different for different women. Um, I used to struggle with super painful periods and really he um, heavy periods. So um, most of my life or life when I've been menstruating has been um, like hate towards that phase of my cycle uh, because it was so uncomfortable. Um, so for me, I think the pain has definitely been just my body's way of telling me that, hey, hey, okay, stop everything and you know, just gives or creates space for that feminine side of you and nurture yourself rather than push yourself. Um, for some women or menstruating people, that menstruation phase might be really nice. And like, I know lots of women who absolutely have never experienced any period issues and, you know, have really nice four day periods and feel really good. I'm like, well, good for you. <laughs> but, um, but, <laughs> but, um, anyway, so that phase is perfect for doing a lot of re um, re reflection, self-reflection, journaling, um, again, being really clear on what are the things that, you know, are close to your heart, your intuition might be a little bit stronger in this phase. So if there's something that you, for example, what I do often in my life is that um, I make a decision and then when the winter phase comes along and my intuition Become super strong and it's like hey this doesn't feel good anymore so just I love that <laughs> yeah. I did not know that even our intuition kind of like uh switches between our seasons so our yeah. so, so so I mean if I come to think of it uh winter season feels like it's more of the time to go within more of time to connect mm -hmm. yourself to the universe Absolutely. to your intuition and your summer in the spring is more like the time to go out to make more yeah. to be more in your masculine energy if i may say so mm -hmm. right yeah i um i teach menstrual cycle awareness also from the yin and yang perspective um and for me the winter phase is very peak yin so your feminine qualities you're nurturing um turning inward taking care of yourself nourishing yourself and then the summer phase is the opposite um the a stronger yang and masculine and obviously like wherever you have yang you have yin as well and wherever you have strong yin you still have the yang and it's not just black and white there's like they always coexist but definitely having that you know more feminine and more masculine energies in the cycle mm, i love this so much so i i love how you said that you don't have to probably plan or uh organize things according to the month or the week maybe that's just a very again a very masculine approach of how we've been taught to plan on first september probably and then plan for the rest yeah. and maybe i think so what you're saying is we can probably try to see if we can start doing it in sync with our menstrual cycles right 
So mm-hmm. one more thing, I think those of you, those of them who are like kind of like listening to this, I know some of them might be like really spiritual and it might have been following moon cycles, right? And like, mm-hmm. I know for me, now that I was thinking in with menstrual cycles, uh, I was also noticing, okay, so there's this moon cycles because I do follow new moons, full moons, all the different stages of moon. How do we sync that our own personal menstrual cycles and the moon cycles? Because even we know, even the moon cycle, the new moon is all about setting intentions, planning, visualizing. The full moon is yeah. all about releasing, surrendering, right? So mm-hmm. how, like, it's, it's also said that some people try to sync their own menstrual cycle with the moon cycles that they probably, I, I am not really sure if you should probably be menstruating on full moon and uh, you should probably be uh, in your peak phase uh, at new moon. So uh, do we have one, two questions. One, do we have to sync our cycles? I don't know if there's any way to sync our cycles or, and second, uh, if we somehow don't know how to sync our cycles, then how do we actually plan our uh, life, plan our work, plan our uh, personal plans, whatever, according to uh, having just now, like we have three cycles. Like if you can understand, we have like three cycles in picture. We have the monthly, we have the menstrual cycle and we have the moon cycle. So how mm-hmm. do I combine all these three and make a plan which works for me or maybe not even make a plan but just flow something uh, which yeah. is in harmony with all three of them yeah um well my first thing would be don't overwhelm yourself <laughs> you know you don't have to be perfectly synced with everything um and um in terms of the energies of like the moon and menstrual cycle for me that new moon would be more of the energy of the menstruation phase and then the full moon would be more the energy of the summer phase like taking action and being more um directed outward i would say um and um there's like different stories about more traditional societies and how like a woman would have been bleeding during new moon and have these red tents during new moon and then be in the summer phase or the ovulation phase during um, full moon and then there's some stories where um, a woman would have been menstruating during full moon and then be in the summer phase during new moon <laughs> so I don't think there's really right or wrong um, what I would say is that you know um, well lots of women also experience irregular menstrual cycles but if your cycle is fairly regular um, then what I would do is um, just kind of like tune inward to your own menstrual cycle and noticing, you know, when you're bleeding in the in the moon cycle and how you're feeling during the different phases of the moon cycle because it's all about, you know, being aware of your own body and how it shifts. Um, it's not necessarily like set in stone that in the summer phase you will be feeling super energetic and what if it's new moon and you also feel that energy, you know? Um, so I think it's just noticing how you're feeling and there's no right or wrong definitely there um for me menstrual cycle is what i relate to more um so i don't really care (laughs) in which phase of the moon cycle i do bleed um i did notice uh though which was really interesting because i did lots of um like moon cycle journaling 
late last year and my period actually shifted to the new moon but then covid and everything all the lockdowns and everything happened and now i'm bleeding again during <laughs> full moon which is really funny um uh, but um but yeah, I don't think that's right or wrong. Don't overwhelm yourself. You don't have to be, you know, in perfectly in sync with everything. I just think it's your body. And, you know, it's not that you have to be, um, you know, for example, bleeding during new moon. It's just what your body is telling you each different day. And as you said, it's not necessarily, you know, that you have to plan your life ahead. Okay, this is new moon, so I will need to feel this way and, you know, do these ceremonies and stuff like that. It's more so, okay, today is new moon. How am I feeling today? absolutely and you know i think you just said a while back how it's our intuition kind of like guides us and when i started kind of like get a hang of all of these things different things and also because i am getting more in touch with my intuition with every passing say month every passing day honestly i just realized wow i am actually working through that for me i think when i got uh when i understood about how my energy levels are in sync with the moon and that was like probably three years ago it was such a relief then when i got to know about this menstrual cycle phase it was again such a big relief and uh, i and then it also made me realize like okay it is just how it just works i mean i did not plan that i would be launching in my summer phase i'll be very honest but i did eventually ended up launching in my summer phase and i actually was because i would I, I had my periods right before the new moon so once i was coming into spring phase when it's all about planning and visualizing the new moon was there and so i was already doing that so uh, i think at the end of the day it is all about listening to what feels right to us right you mm -hmm. also talk something about some people have irregular cycles so i wanted to probably have you probably shed a little light on uh what is really normal to have irregular cycles like 29 days 28 days is something which most of the people consider normal are there some people who also have like 40 days of a cycle uh or probably like say 35 days and is it like okay um, so the average cycle, yeah, as you said, is 28 to 29 days. Um, and that is in a way synced with the moon because, you know, moon cycle is, isn't it like 29.5 days or something like that. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, if your cycle is regular and it's a certain amount of days or days every month, that's completely fine. If you know, for example, when you ovulate so if you ovulate at the same time every month and you're just really in tune with that that's completely fine however if your cycle is much longer than the average 29 days i would probably um take a look at that um for example just have your hormones checked and and so on um however if your cycle is very irregular meaning that for example some months you bleed at 29 days and then the next would be 40 days or something like that um there can be multiple factors and one of the biggest ones would be stress from different sources and stress can come from you know pollution in the air your cleaning products your skincare the food that you eat is one of the biggest ones and of course i know that you also have lots of entrepreneurs um 
as your listeners <laughs> so there it can also be the work um and pushing yourself and you know being really 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 um obsessed with your goals which can um create lots of stress and i know that i definitely belong to that category um so um so definitely you know checking your lifestyle if you do have super irregular cycle um, and um, if you feel like you don't experience that much stress and you eat very healthily, um, of course, something to look at is your exercise uh, routine. If you over-exercise, um, that's something that can definitely cause irregular cycles. Um, if you under-exercise, that's another one. Um, so just, you know, it's all about finding balance and, and basically what we always talk about, you know, just having that um, healthy exercise routine so you actually exercise but you don't overdo it um eating healthy but don't overdo it you know just finding that balance basically in all the holistic things um and if you still feel like you're struggling with that um, then it might be time to um, have your hormones checked or something like that if it's something that um, bothers you hmm so uh i uh, i've seen that you something called a um conscious collective cycle like you have a community of beautiful women who kind of like come together and uh, i want you to kind of like probably talk a little bit about it what is it and how do you think it really has been benefiting women around you um yeah so the cycle conscious collective is uh, my membership group and um it started purely as a way for me to teach cycle conscious yoga so um, I teach more vinyasa style classes in the spring phase then stronger classes in the summer phase uh, keeping in mind that summer phase can be very stressful time for certain uh, people including myself sometimes so also having that um, you know also having classes where I help women to release stress and, and turn inward even in that phase because wherever there's yang there's also yin um, and then towards the autumn phase are uh, starting to unwind um, practice a little bit slower yoga um, and then in the winter phase I usually love to do some deep yin classes to really tune in and especially connect with that womb area um, your pelvic region that we I think as a society have ignored for quite a while and probably lots of women think that you only need to connect with that area when you get pregnant but it's actually a super powerful thing to do and can really is I think another one can have an entire different podcast on womb healing I know yeah so it's um yeah such a beautiful thing um and um now we also have monthly workshops or uh, guest experts speaking all things about cycle awareness hormones uh, nutrition to support a healthy um, healthy hormones or menstrual cycle and so on so it's just a very holistic approach to um, cycle awareness mm, amazing so I absolutely love these questions honestly um, and I think that kind of sets the tone for anybody who wants to dive deeper into this and wants to know more so where can they find you how can they know more about it are there any resources they can get their hands on i know you have some amazing uh free resources as well uh helps me a lot so uh yeah talk a bit about them 
Um, yeah, the easiest way to connect with me is probably Instagram and you can find me. Oh, my handle is Pirita Yoga. That's P-I-R-I-T-A Yoga. Um, you can also find uh, through the link in my bio. I have some free resources there or you can just head to my website, PiritaYoga.com uh, and click free resources. And uh, the two most popular ones would be the Ultimate Cycle Awareness Guide that you also got your hands on um, and goes through the hormonal and energetic cycle. Um, especially from um, the business point of view, which is really um, useful. And then the other one would be the Asian Balance System uh, free guide that talks more about how to create a holistic practice around your cycle in terms of meditation and um, yoga, exercising and so on. Amazing. Perfect. I love this so much. So guys, if you kind of gain value from this podcast, please let us know. If you have more questions, feel free to ask them and leave us a review on iTunes. We would appreciate this so much. And I absolutely loved having you here, Frida. It was so beautiful to actually dive deeper into this topic, which I wonder why not many people are talking about this, but it's so important. And I'm so glad I got to know about this uh, in like my second year of being in business, because I know being an entrepreneur can be so freaking overwhelming when yes, you are the boss, but it's just, uh, that also comes with a lot of responsibility to create your own rules. So mm -hmm. I think, Anybody who is on this path, I think they should definitely check her out and check all the beautiful things that she is offering because it's really, 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 really helpful at this point, especially with everything that's happening in the world. Thank you so much, Pirita. It was beautiful to have you. Thank you so much, Shivani. Um, thanks for your amazing questions. And uh, it was definitely my, my pleasure. Well, well, that was a beautiful conversation with Pirita. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast and your mind opened up to seeing the feminine energy as a superpower. And I hope after this podcast, you allow yourself to get into the flow and the ease of living your day-to-day -day life. And if you have any more suggestions or feedbacks, I am so more than happy to incorporate them. Reach out to me at info at redreamlifelaunch.com. I'll be happy to get on a conversation. And if you want to take advantage of Pirita's beautiful offerings, I'm leaving some links down in the description box below. And if you are interested to get closer to me and listen to more and more beautiful such conversations then hop on to my instagram dream life lounge where we share daily updates daily such conversations then hop on to my instagram dream life lounge where we share daily updates daily spiritual inspiration and mindful tips and i really hope this helps and serves you have a beautiful day until i see you in my next podcast thank you